0: What's up, y'all? This is Trevor Woller with the first episode of Letter Rip. Letter Rip, a play on you know Rip City, because this is going to be a Blazer-focused podcast. I've just—I know so much Blazer knowledge. I spend so much of my free time on Twitter, watching Blazer games, doing all these other things, spending my money on Blazer jerseys. My friends have been telling me I'd need to put that to good use and make a podcast and just talk about Blazer things. And yes, you are correct. This is me talking to myself right now on a podcast. This is a solo pod. So I hope I can make this entertaining. Um, I'm going to try to make this a semi-regular thing where I can bring, you know, review a big game the Blazers had or developing story. This one's not really as much uh, stats related as it is a narrative. And I just want to make a stand and let the world know how I feel about Damian Lillard. I'm not afraid for everyone to know how much I love him. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to stand and tell the world how I feel about him. So here goes nothing. First off, man, I've spent hours upon hours trying to find the best setup to get the best audio for this podcast. And I reverted back to me right now recording into my microphone on my laptop. So the audio is not going to be as good on this one. I bought a mic, I tried a million different ways to get this humming noise out of the background, all these different effects on Audacity, none of them worked, so basically I'm just going to have to splurge for a better podcast equipment, so to all of my listeners out there, because I know I have millions, let me know if you have any suggestions, but I needed to get this podcast out there right now, so i just do recording on my mic, my built-in microphone, so Damian Lillard. This is the first first episode on, on Letter Rip. Portland needs to realize how lucky they are to have Damian Lillard as our superstar. Okay, before I get into any anecdotal stories or him about the person, which, you know, makes me love him even more, let's first appreciate him as a basketball player on the court, that alone. He has improved every single year he's been in the league. Um, He's improved every single year, especially since LaMarcus Aldridge left in the summer of 2015. His player efficiency rating, so his PER, his true shooting percentage, and his value over replacement player, and his box plus minus have increased every single year he's been in the league. Now, for those who aren't into big um, statistical side of the NBA and who are big you know, in advanced metrics, those are some very like core advanced metrics about an NBA player. And I'm actually, I'm going to do an episode one time that explains different advanced metrics and what they mean. But just trust me when I say he's improved every single year. So he incrementally gets better, okay? And he's 28 this year. A lot of times you don't see 28-year-old players improving every single year. And this year, there's marked differences in his game, which he's improved. So let's, let's walk through it. In 2015, LaMarcus left, okay? C.J., hadn't even started a game yet as a blazer. He hadn't really played yet. He just got like a, a little bit of run in the uh, the series against the Grizzlies. So, no one expected the Blazers to do anything. Dame comes in, he ups the scoring from 21 points a game to 25. He he takes on the role as a leader and he drags Mason Plumley and Mo Harkless who we snagged off the Magic to the playoffs and we won a playoff series. I know, I know, Chris Paul broke his hand, Blake Griffin was out with a knee injury, Austin Rivers Got a black eye, whatever happened. It doesn't matter because Damian Lillard and the Blazers won the playoff series they were supposed to win with those injuries and they took advantage of that. Okay, move to 16, move to 2016, 2017. The West getting tougher, you know, everyone's improving, trying to beat Golden State, and everyone counted the Blazers out. They had a very they had a, a slump in the middle of the season. They rallied at the end and he got his team to make the playoffs and he improved again. I know they were eight seed. I know they got swept by the Warriors, but the fact that he rallied his team and he got into to the playoffs again, I think there's a lot to be said about that. 2017-2018, this was the last year. Third, they were the third seed in the West. He was first team All-NBA, and he was sixth in MVP voting. Okay, Now, obviously, we got swept. We got crushed by the Pelicans. I still have nightmares about Anthony Davis and about... Rajon Rondo and Drew Holiday blitzing us out in the pick and roll, and blitzing Dame. I get that. I wanted to appreciate Dame, the basketball player, though, and for everyone to realize he has improved every single year. You don't need to. T- you shouldn't take that for granted, okay? A lot of people peak pretty quick. Andrew Wiggins, for example, everyone talks about how he's this young guy, he's gonna be a superstar or an all star eventually one day. He hasn't really improved that much significantly in the few years that he's been in the NBA. Dame is 28. And he's still putting in the work and improving every single year. Now, let's talk about that playoff sweep and and Dame's poor performance. Okay. Normally, that type of playoff like destruction would destroy a team. You get swept; it's not even close. And just you feel bad. It leaves like this eerie feeling, you know. You had that pit in your stomach. A lot of teams would splinter. A lot of teams would say, let's blow it up. What have you ever heard one teammate complain ever while Dame has been the leader of the Blazers? You haven't because it hasn't happened. I think the fact that the Blazers ran it back basically with the same core and you didn't hear one person complain, one person pick anyone out. There was no mumblings, rumblings about any of that. That says so much right there about the leadership of Damian Lillard. Now, what he, what he does in the locker room, he also backs it up on the court. And what I mean about that is you can tell this year that the entire offseason, he focused on improving his weaknesses in that New Orleans Pelican series. So a little flashback, what happened in that New Orleans series? Dame got blitzed every time they ran a pick and roll. So the Blazers are were pick and roll heavy offense last year. Very, very heavy. They what I mean by blitz is Anthony Davis, so who, if he was guarding Nurk, whoever was sitting the, setting the pick on on Dame, on Dame's defender, Anthony Davis would, and the, the point guard would blitz and kind of like do this mini trap and they would push Dame out away from the three-point and farther away from the basket, okay? And Dame didn't do a great job breaking him down. He didn't do the best job passing out of the blitz and he wasn't good shooting. He didn't shoot his way out of the blitz either. If you look at what he's done this year, he has remarkably improved on a couple areas that are going to help in those situations. He has he has shown more acrobatic finishing at the rim than he ever has in his entire career. He's better passing out of the blitz if you watch the game against the Rockets. And, and when Clint Capella, which is known as like basically the second best defender at blitzing in the league behind Anthony Davis, ah, that might not be true, but he's he's known as being good at that. Dame destroyed Clint Capella doing that. He's better passing out of the blitzing, and it's not just Dame. The Blazers are better prepared for it. Nurkic is handling the ball better in those situations. They have more shooters now. Nick Stauskis and Seth Curry are way better than Shabazz and Pat Connaughton are in terms of shooting. Dame spent the entire season knowing that's what he needed to work on, and he came prepared for that. So here we are. Okay, it's 2018 start of the 2018 season, this is the third year in a row that the Blazers were by far the consensus pick of the media to drop out of the playoffs. Okay, it's it's like, not, I mean, I don't have the exact numbers, but 90% of the media said, oh, the West is so tough, the Jazz are going to get better, the Nuggets are going to make it this year, oh, LeBron, I signed with the Lakers, they're a lock for the playoffs. Who's going to, so that means someone has to drop out, who's it going to be? Oh, the Blazers, because they didn't do anything to improve. At some point, when do you have to recognize Dame for who he is, what he means to this team, and the value of consistency of hard work and give him and the team the benefit of the doubt and say, the Blazers have proved me wrong for three seasons in a row they've made the playoffs with Dame as their guy and not the best supporting cast. At what point do you just have to take that for what it is and count on this team, and count on Damian Lillard. You know, and I think it's time, because here we are again. Ho-hum, here we are. No one really want to talk about us. Eight and three, third in the West, just crushed Milwaukee at home, and we're looking like another solid playoff lock. Okay, now, I'll be the first one to admit that I it took me a while to give Dane the benefit of the doubt and just recognize him for what it is and the consistency, but it's time that not only Portland, but the entire media and NBA landscape recognize him and give him more credit, okay? What he's doing is amazing. He's improved every single year, and every single time the Blazers are counted out, he gets better and the team gets better. What more can you ask on? Okay, so, wow, this is going longer than I thought. The goal of this podcast is to kind of be like 15, 20 minutes, just some quick shots to talk about things uh, that you can listen to on your commute especially for all of my Blazer fans out there. So now now that we're done talking about Dame the basketball player, let's reflect for a second at the drama that's happened in the NBA with superstars lately. Okay, This reflection will make Blazer fans realize how lucky they are for Damian to be our superstar. Jimmy Butler, he cusses out his teammates at practices. He's faking injuries, sitting out rest. He's demanding a trade. I mean, you can argue if Jimmy, you know, deserves this because the Timberwolves didn't live up to their promises. But the way he's handling it and the is is sad. And it's frankly kind of annoying in a prima dama. And just cut the attitude, bro. Like, y- you're not such a special person. I don't know. It's just super annoying. And regardless of whether you agree with him wanting, demanding a trade or not, the way he has gone about requesting that trade has been childish. And it's affecting the team. It's affecting the culture. You, it, the NBA, you just can't do this type of thing and not have it negative consequences spread across the team. Kawhi. Kawhi freaking sat out an entire year. You can say whatever you want about his uncle. Maybe his injury was legit. I hardly believe that he couldn't have played for the Spurs last year. He sat out to get what he wanted. He fought with Greg Popovich. Who knows what was going on? He let people get in his head and and tell him he deserved better, okay? That he deserved more attention or whatever he wanted. He He didn't deserve to be secondary to Pop. Whatever he wanted, people got in his head, and he believed that he was better than the Spurs. Dame would never do that. Let's keep going. Kyrie Irving demanded a trade out of Cleveland because he wasn't the guy and wanted to get out of LeBron's spotlight. There's a million things you could say about that. DeAndre Jordan, who will ever forget the fiasco of, oh, should I be a Clipper? Should I be a Mav? I hate being a Clipper. Oh, maybe I'll be a Mav. Oh, let's go back and forth. Now he's finally a Mav again. Ugh. Kevin Durant. Need I say more? Honestly, I just wanted to say that and keep moving, but... (laughs) I really don't need to say more about Gibbon Durant, the whole drama between him and Russell Westbrook, him getting on his burner account on Twitter, talking trash about his former teammates, leaving his team that he was up with, that he led to a 3-1 lead over the best team in NBA history, he left them to go join them. Need I say more? Paul George, I mean, he didn't handle it the worst way, he was very upfront and and thanked and you know I I respect Paul George for at least saying I'm not going to resign with you guys so it's better to trade me now but still the fact that he demanded a trade then we have LeBron I know I realize LeBron's one of the greatest players of all time but he he wasn't he's not the best teammate of all time he he was very vocal and on Twitter and talking kind of talk trash about his teammates at Cleveland and he. I'll never forget the one time that he tweeted. Uh, there was some meme that talked about him playing with Carmelo and Chris Paul and getting the and Dwayne Way getting the banana boat team together. He tweeted and said, "Wow, I'd actually, I might actually take a pay cut to play with these guys." What type of message that does that send to your current teammates? You wouldn't take a pay cut to play with them? I don't know. I could go into that a lot, but LeBron is not the best teammate, and he's been he's caused drama in the locker room with his guys. I walk through some superstars. When Have you heard one peep of drama come out of the Blazers' rock locker room since LaMarcus Aldridge left Portland and moved to San Antonio? There, there hasn't been anything. Do you realize how rare that is in the NBA today? To have a superstar that doesn't fuss, that doesn't whine, that doesn't blame others, that doesn't look for the easy way out, and who wants to stay, and there's loyalty. Okay, I realize players today say, we don't need to be loyal to team because teams won't be loyal to us. It's a business. I get that. But Dame is different. He's old school. He's loyal to the soil. As long as the Blazers want Dave, I, Dame, I firmly believe in my heart that he will stay. He might not be a Blazer his entire career, injuries, maybe the Blazers will finally realize time's up and they'll come to an agreement to trade him away to the team he wants. But I do not think ever Dame will request a tr- trade. And if he does, it will break my heart because it will go against everything that he said and that I'll get into later on this pod. But can we just, like, it's incredible that Dame hasn't, ha- there's no drama here in Portland. Okay? we. There's drama about us losing a playoff series, but do you guys realize how professional Dame was taking the blame for that loss? He realized the blame would go on his shoulders. And what did he do this offseason? He didn't post a bunch of Instagram and Twitter stuff about him working out. He just went in silence. He worked out, didn't have any fanfare. He got better and he's leading his team to another playoff series. Okay. So because there's no drama and because the leadership Dame has, it, it proves that the Blazers culture that everyone talks about, it's real. Okay. Um, Zach Lowe just came out with a podcast today with Evan Turner, our beloved, small point forward for the Blazers and they talk about Dame for a section in there and just about the leader he is to the team and what that means for E.T. and the other players. Zach Lowe says that he always thought the culture talk was BS. Everyone talking about that and building a culture was BS. He says Dame is the person who made him believe that culture matters. Okay? Now, Zach Lowe's my idol. I'd actually rather meet Zach Lowe than a lot of NBA superstars. I would choose meeting Zach Lowe over LeBron James or Anthony Davis. So I take what he says with a lot of cred. And that matters. The culture for the Blazers is real. Can you name any other culture in the NBA right now that is real? Lakers, no. What The, the Ball family, they don't have much of a culture. San Antonio, they probably still do with Popovich there, but Kawhi kind of ruined that, at least for the time being, not permanently. The Wizards are a mess. Miami has a good culture. I mean, there's some other places out there. But what the Blazers have right now is real and it's rare. Okay, So we need to recognize the reason we have that right now is Dame. It starts with Dame and it ends with Dame. And if he got traded away today, I guarantee that culture would crumble. And not everyone would be as good of friends. There wouldn't be as much cohesion as a team. So there's there's a lot to say about that. Have you ever heard Dame compla- complain about a player, like one of his teammates? Has he ever done that? The, the correct answer is no, he's never done that. LeBron has cl- complained about players, saying, we just need another playmaker. Uh Look at the Wizards. Every other game, they're blaming each other and yelling each other for bad shots, and uh, we need to get on the same page, whatever. Russ and KD. Do I need to say again that KD got, had a freaking burner account so he could go talk trash about his former teammates? Dame has repeatedly said, I roll with what I have, and I'm loyal to what I have. Okay? It's, it's in our culture. It's just, it's who, if you come to the Blazers, Dame says it from the very beginning, we love each other. We don't talk trash about each other. We're a family. And I, I know that's kind of stereotypical, but it's real here in Portland. And I view the Blazers as my family. They are like a like a part of me. They're a part of my culture. They're a part of my childhood. So when I have a franchise player that embodies that and takes that for himself and makes sure that the entire organization lives by that mantra, I love that. And that just makes me love Dame so much more. And there couldn't be a more perfect pairing than Damian Lillard and Portland going along, along that same vein. I have a quote here from Evan Turner, um, from an article uh, by Jason quick from the athletic Evan Turner. I'm telling you the most genuine thing about him is he cares. I've been around a lot of franchises and I always say he's the best franchise dude I've ever been around. That is not exaggeration. Okay, that's not fluff. Every single person you talk to who's left the Blazers or still on the Blazers, they tell you Dame is the best franchise dude they've ever been around. And that means something. Portland, I'll say it again. Be grateful and recognize the blessing that it is that Damian Lillard is our franchise point guard. We don't have drama. We don't have hate we don't have teammates hating each other they, it's so fun to watch the blazers play together cj dropped 40 points last night against the Bucs. and you could dame didn't play with the same drive because he knew cj was hot and he the game was over and he knew cj would take it over for him and when he was as happy as anyone else that cj was scoring that many points that's rare cuz I'll say it again. What what Evan Turner said. I'm telling you, the most genuine thing about him is he cares. Now, J- you should read the Jason Quick article from the Athletic because it go- it's an in-depth profile on Dame, and Dame talks about like I care about Alfru Camino getting his shots. I care about Zach Collins improving. I care if like Evan Turner feels down because it's his team. Jimmy Butler doesn't care like that. Okay. Kevin Durant doesn't care like that. Most NBA superstars don't care like that cuz they want to get theirs, okay? This is rare. Dame is a real genuine human being. Man, I'm at I have as you can tell, I have a crush on Damian Lillard. I have a man crush, okay? So, I'm going to keep going just for a little bit more. Here's some fun facts about Dame that should make you love him more. Uh, make Portland love him more is he loves Portland and he's dove into Portland. He freaking roller skates at Oaks park. Can you think of a more Portland thing than roller skating at the roller rink at Oaks park, the world's worst amusement park ever dame. He, when he has extra pairs of his uh, dame shoes from Adidas, he pulls up in a U-Haul to a neighborhood in Portland and tweets. Anyone wants free shoes. Come to this block. He's, he's one of us, guys. He's created a program called Respect with the high schools, with four different high schools uh, in the Portland area, like the four most at-risk high schools for not graduating. He goes in there. He started that immediately when he came here, and he talks to them about going to school and setting expectations and living up to them. And read that article by quick, because it talks, it talks to the principals and the superintendents of the Portland School District that have... Cl- who vouch how much of a difference Dame has made. So here's an example that I'm going to profile from that article from Jason Quick. It, it's just, it's just more than basketball for Dame. And I love that about him. So Lori Spencer is, uh, has worked at the Portland Trailblazers ticket office for 40 years. And the team threw her a birthday party, um, at, at a restaurant right outside the, the Moda center. Dame showed up and surprised her at the party. He brought flowers, he came up he gave a little speech to her and he stayed an entire hour okay to to hang out with her and the rest of the team employees they legitimately feel love from him and that says a lot and i know uh, other other players have done this before so it's not like dames the first one to go to a surprise party but he has a newborn son his time is so precious and the fact that he fought through horrible portland traffic That's a side note. That's another podcast to talk about the Portland's horrible traffic in government infrastructure. Okay, back to Dame. (laughs) Um, The fact that he did that and stayed for an hour shows you how much he cares. Here's a quote from that article from team president Chris McGowan. You can't point to a number. It's more of a feeling. A feeling that we are all on the same page. A feeling that everyone is a part of what we are doing from the star player on down. Trickle down culture. Ha. Tag that, Donald Trump. Trickle-down not, <laughs> trickle down culture, it starts with Dame, and it really has permeated to the entire Trailblazers organization. So, if I hear one more Laker fan, or I hear Bill Simmons one more time, uh, well, maybe we can, you know, the Lakers will just throw together a package for uh, Ingram Ball and Damian Lillard. You guys are insane, and I'm going to pull my hair out the next time a di- disillusioned and like, frankly, idiotic Lakers fan, makes it so simple to say, well, LeBron wants to play with Dame. Let's, and, you know, the Blazers aren't ever going to win a championship. So they're going to want to blow it up. So let's just give them Lonzo and Brandon Ingram from Dame. That is the just the most ridiculous statement in the world. And if that trait actually happens, I will be heartbroken and dumbfounded. Because it's more than just basketball for him. It's more than just basketball for the organization. Okay? Forget the whole... F- basketball side where Damian is a top 12 player in the NBA might be first team all NBA again this year. And you're going to trade him for a dude with a crazy dad who can't even shoot above 30% from three and Brandon Ingram who maybe will be a borderline all star. Okay. You just don't do that basketball sense when you add in the other layer of the culture and that trade is never going to happen. Damian has said, um, I'm going to, Here's a little bit more from that article. Um, So Quick talks about how you know Lillard, obviously, he's motivated. He wants to win a championship, and he talks about that a lot. But he also can't help but think of the people he has helped and the others he can still help. This is what Dame says. If I could be the greatest at that, then I could live with whatever the result of my career is. Wow. I'm getting goosebumps listening to this because, like I said before, (laughs) It's more than just basketball to him, and the Blazers are more than just basketball to me, and they're more to they're more than just basketball to a lot of Portland. They they are part of us, and Dame realizes that and wants to be a part of us. So don't try to tear that apart, Portland. Don't say, "If we don't, you know, go to the Western Conference Finals, we should blow it up and tank and have take the two percent chance that we could get a guy who could win a championship in ten years." Don't tear it apart. Embrace him as your family. Accept him and and just realize how lucky we are. Dame has repeatedly said, I'm different. I want to win a ring with the people around me and in the place that believed in me in the beginning, which is Portland. He said, I'm okay not winning a ring if I go about it my way and I try to do it my way by not complaining and by doing it with the guys that are brought to me. Okay, Dame gets what he's got. He knows in his deep down in his heart and soul, that there is better role players for him than Evan Turner and Myers Leonard, and that if Neil Olshay hadn't signed Evan Turner's $7 million contract and had let Myers walk, we could have had more money to find a difference maker this offseason. Dame is not, he's a realist. He realizes that. But you know what he doesn't do? He doesn't go and publicly say that. Evan Turner and Myers Leonard have never felt that, like, disvalued in their life. And Dame just, he rolls with what he's got. And if it's Meyer and Evan for the rest of his career, I firmly believe that Dame will say, All right, boys, you're my guys. Let's do what we can. It's just amazing. I, I swear if Bill Simmons sends out I, I also love Bill Simmons, but for some reason he has this weird, like fascination that with Damian Lillard becoming a Laker and that it will just simply like, oh, Dame will be a Laker. And Ugh Ugh. It's just Listen to my podcast, Bill Simmons. You can come on a guest if you want to. Read if you understand what Damien is to the organization, you realize how insane you are for thinking Lonzo Ball will be the centerpiece of a package for Damien Lillard, especially when he has two more remaining years on his contract. You are insane. Okay. Um It's kinda like if if you watch New Girl, I have a metaphor for you here, okay? I love New Girl. Schmidt, Nick, and Winston, hilarious characters. Jess is actually the worst character on New Girl News Flash. But um, in the first season, you know, when Schmidt and CeCe are kind of like they first start, you know, they hook up for a while and then they actually realize they start liking each other and CeCe kind of goes head over heels for Schmidt, who's this weird dude. Okay. Um, but then Schmidt sees a text from one of her uh CC's model actresses or actors that you know was flirting with her or whatever and Schmidt freaks out and thinks oh, I'm just not good enough for you I'm I and I, I gotta break up with you you know blah 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 that is what blazer that that is what blazer fans would be doing any blazer fan that thinks uh we should blow up the with Dame because we'll never win a championship with the Warriors you're not realizing like Schmidt Schmidt didn't realize that he had the best he could ever get. And he saw a flirty text, and the flirty text in the Blazers scenario was all this hubbub in July about, you know, Dame tweeted something. I forget exactly what he tweeted, but everyone's like, oh, does that mean he wants to go to the Lakers? Blah, 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 blah. That is the flirty text. You can't buy into it. You have to trust the person. Schmidt should have trusted CeCe. The Blazer fans should trust Dame. Actions speak louder than words, and Dame's actions say nothing but loyalty, 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 loyalty. Okay? So Blazer fans, don't be Schmidt and freak out and think, oh, you know, it's and, and it's not gonna work out. Just ex- just you have run with what you got. Love what you have and just don't try to screw it up. We're the ones that could screw it up for Dame, okay? We got to really embrace him and accept him for who he is. All right. I don't even know if that metaphor made sense. I hope it did. But I just want the world to know, you know, for three or four, like three years ago, or maybe even two years ago, I could have, I might have said, yeah, we might need to break up Damon and CJ and try to get a wing or, you know. Get some good draft picks so we can, you know, win a championship when the Warriors are done and set ourselves up because we might never win one in Dame's prime. I want it to officially be known to the world, and this means a lot coming from me. Okay, I am okay not winning a championship with Dame as our guy and our franchise player. That means a lot for me because I want a Blazer championship, just one, in my lifetime, more than I want anything in the world. Okay, but I'm okay with it. So let us follow Dame's example and take the mantra it should be more than basketball for us the fans too it should be more than basketball for us too i'm like dame i roll with what i got and if we don't win it all i'll never be prouder of the blazers because of how dame did it how he treated his teammates and what he represents to the organization to the community i seriously i'll be just as proud of us and of dame's career if we don't if he never brings a ring to portland in an NBA culture that's obsessed with winning a ring, you know, I admit I was part of that, but my perspective's kind of changing of thinking, ring or bust. It is so refreshing for a player to have that be an ultimate goal, but to realize that there is more to determining success than a ring. And Dame realizes that when he says, If I could be the greatest at caring for people, that I could live with whatever the result of my career is. That is so refreshing. So, you know, what, what makes us all fans of the game in the first place? For me, it's a sense of community, a bond, a family, something to unite with other people about and come together, be a part of something bigger than us. Dame is exemplifying that more than any single superstar in the NBA. He's fully embraced Portland as his community. Loyalty is rare in today's age, so be grateful for us. Be grateful for Dame. That's really it. That's my love letter to Damian Lillard. It's a love letter from Portland to Dame. And um, I want this nickname to catch on. Damian Lillard is the official rose gardener of Portland. I don't know if that's cool or not. It's in one of my raps I wrote about Dame. If you want to listen to my raps I wrote about Dame, download RapChat and follow SPF100. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty proud of my raps. Dame, if you're listening to this podcast, I would love to do a collaboration with you as Dame Dollar and SPF100. That's it, guys. I hope you like listening to me rambling. I love the Blazers. I love the NBA. And I love Damian Lillard. There's more to come. Peace.